Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here again today. Got a few things we're going to go over, a few different sports and stuff. Um, going to start out with the NBA. The NBA is, I, I know, I know, I know. It's Monday, I'm losing my mind. Uh, the NBA, the series is 3-2, to two Bucks. Uh, I, I think the Suns win game six. Game seven, I don't know. But on the road in Milwaukee, the... You know, the, the crowds have been pretty ruckus up there and uh, for both these teams. You know, their fans are all excited. The TV viewership has been terrible. Have you been watching it? Yeah. If I happen to be at work at the bar and it's on, yeah, I see some of it. But other than that, no. No. Not at all. I don't care. Um... And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the TV viewership being way down. Because I don't really care a whole lot about it. But either way, the Bucks win the next game. It's over. And that, look, when this series ends, the day after the NBA Finals end is always my favorite day of the year. Because that is the farthest possible point we have until the NBA starts again. So <laughs> that's where I'm at on it. If you... If you want to know where I am, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the series ending and ESPN having to cover something else. Uh, I will say today, SEC Media Days has begun, and that is always the unofficial start to college football season. We're about 48 days away, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. 47? I don't know. Somewhere in there. Not that far away. A little over a month, so we'll have a couple of shows coming up here soon where we discuss, uh, you know, each of the teams and my breakdown for them and what we're doing. I've begun working on those, so mm. some of you SEC fans out there, so is I'll break down all the SEC, some of you that were fortunate enough to attend schools like Alabama, Georgia. You're going to love that show. You're going to love it. Some of you that went to some other schools probably not going to like my predictions. Just saying. Uh, But there's some some things we're going to go over, the preseason, the value and all that. But we'll get into that in that show And, and look at our predictions for each team. And then what what we're going to take based off of the odds and the value. Now, one thing that's been going on right now is the Gold Cup. And I haven't really touched on the Gold Cup a lot. So, let me explain. The Gold Cup is a tournament, North and Central America, uh, some Caribbean nations and stuff are in there. Now, this year they've let Qatar, Qatar however you want to say it, let them in. They were supposed to play in the uh, in the Copa America, and I was really hoping they would because I feel like those Copa America teams would just beat the crap out of them, and it would be embarrassing and show that they shouldn't be in the World Cup. Uh, due to all the COVID stuff, they wouldn't let them in that one, but we let them in this tournament, and uh, they were actually actually not doing bad. And But come on. I mean – they're in a group with Honduras, Panama, Grenada. And they got a win and a tie right now. 
But let's just go through these real quick. Group A has finished up. Uh, finished up last night. Mexico topped the group. That's no surprise to anybody. Mm. El Salvador came in second. Trinidad and Tobago, they come in third. And Guatemala is now officially eliminated. If you didn't see it, Guatemala actually didn't qualify for this tournament. They lost to Guadalupe in penalty kicks. And it went ridiculous. Like, is there 24 or 28 penalty kicks taken? That's 14, 15, 16 rounds. It was insane. And, you know, it's sudden death after the first five. So, they finally lose and they're out. They get on their plane. They head back to Guatemala. And Curacao comes down with COVID. I'm not sure if it was blue COVID or not. But, yeah, Curacao gets COVID. And so, they're out. They have to opt out of the tournament. So, Guatemala, when they land... Have to reload the plane and fly right back. Hey, congratulations, you're back in. And they actually moved their game. They ended up playing their first game 48 hours after they were eliminated and thought they were going home. They, and that's because they pushed that game back a day. Had they done it before, it would have been 23 hours later turn around and play. Um, we'll go back to the tournament now. Go get killed. But... Uh, like I say, Mexico and El Salvador, they have both advanced out of that group. In Group B, that is where the United States stands. Mm. The U.S. won the group. Full nine points, three wins. Hey, that's what you want, right? That's where you're at. Eight goals for, one goal against, plus seven on the goal differential. That was pretty good. Here was the group. Martinique, if you're not sure who Martinique is, it is a uh, it is an island where rich people go to vacation. I've never been there. Uh, then we had Haiti, who of course is going through all their stuff with their president being assassinated, possibly by us, we don't know yet, but uh, being assassinated. And then Canada. And uh, Canada and the U.S. Uh, both advanced out of the group. Canada comes out second. Canada's improved. Canada has improved a good bit, their team, from years past. And no, they don't have Alfonso Davies, the place for Bayern Munich. But the U.S., yeah, they're missing a player. The U.S. is missing a roster. Um, because of the timing of this tournament, the uh, all the European leagues will be starting back here in August. So, all of the U.S. players that play in Europe are over there with their club teams right now getting ready for their season. So the U.S. roster is made up entirely of MLS players. And I will say, in the past four to five years, the MLS has improved. It's it's steadily improved. I think the academies that they're doing and stuff, uh, you've seen growth. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Uh, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's anywhere close to the European leagues. I'm not saying that it's easy to watch. If you watch, like, on a Tuesday or Wednesday, you watch Champions League, and then there's an MLS game on that night, you're like, this is the same game? These teams are all they, these are all professional players. Okay. Yeah, big drop-off there. But compared to some of the other leagues, 
It's it's uh, it's, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, I have been impressed with Daryl DK. Uh, he's a forward black guy out of uh, he played at Virginia, and now he's with Orlando uh, in the in the MLS, and he's young. He's twenty one. Uh, he's like six two, two thirty. Like, he's a big guy, and you're not just gonna body him off the ball. Um, when I mentioned this to Keon yesterday, he said another Josie Altador. I said, "Lord, I hope not." Ben George, if you're hearing this, we certainly hope not, because Josie Altador was trash. Josie Altador is a big guy that never learned how to use his body. He and. Josie Altador only scored goals in meaningless games. We're hoping that Daryl DK doesn't doesn't fall in that category. We're hoping he gets better. And I would like to see a European side by him. Uh, he took a knock yesterday and left yesterday's game. So we're hoping he's okay and can continue. Uh, he's been a, you know scoring goals, putting the ball in the net. That's what you want your forwards to do. And if he, can, uh, if he can continue to play well in this tournament, maybe a European club buys him, then... Yeah, maybe we'll see more improvement. Now, the next two groups are not finished yet. Uh, they they finish up on Tuesday. Brandon Owens asked me about ten times why they weren't playing today, and uh, he did not understand that I did not make the schedule for the Gold Cup. But uh, Costa Rica currently sits on top of that group with Jamaica uh, in second. Costa Rica has two wins um, in their first two matches. Five goals for, two against. Jamaica, two wins. Four goals for, one against. The goal differential, both at three. So they're tied on that, but goals four is the next tiebreaker. <coughs> that is why Costa Rica sits on top of the group. Guadalupe, who I mentioned earlier, is sitting in third. And Suriname is sitting in fourth. That is only because of their goals against and all that. Uh, Tuesday's games, you've got Costa Rica will be playing Jamaica, obviously, while the other two play each other, uh, Guadalupe and Suriname. Let's pull up the odds here real quick, and we'll take a look at these at these games since they get played on Tuesday. Maybe y'all like to, maybe y'all want to play them. I don't know. Let's look. Um, <coughs> Costa Rica's plus one thirty. Jamaica plus 230, the draw at plus 220. The over-under is two, two and a half. <sighs> that's, a, that's a tough game. That's a tough game. Like I say, both teams have played well. I like Costa Rica. Uh, the reggae boys have been okay, but not great. I'm going to go Costa Rica in this game. And that over a two, two and a half. At two, I like the over. At two and a half, I kind of like the under. <laughs> Probably going to leave the over-under alone. We're going to leave the over-under alone. In the other game, Guadalupe and Suriname. Uh, Guadalupe is plus 540. Suriname is minus 200. And I think I'm saying that right. S-U-R-I-N-A-M-E. I don't know. Uh, anyway, the uh, feel free to text me with the correct pronunciation. <laughs> Hopefully you get that. Um... The draw is plus 295 in that game. I, I'm probably going to go Guadalupe just because of the odds. Uh, I mean, plus 540. Maybe the draw. Maybe the draw. Now, the last group that we have here, um, Group D, 
and yeah, the top two advance from all of them. Um, in Group D, you've got Honduras currently on top. They've won both their matches, six points, seven goals for, two against. Qatar, Qatar is in second with a win and a draw. Panama is in third with a draw and a loss, and Granada has lost both their games. So, going into the final day here, you know, uh, let's see. Honduras has six points. They're going to advance. There's no way they're not. It's just will they advance in first or in second. Um, Panama could catch Cutter and knock them out. But let's see here. Now the odds for those games. You've got Cutter is playing Honduras. Now, like I say, Honduras knows they're through. But I think Honduras is going to win this game. Cutter's favorite at plus 160. Honduras is plus 190 to draw plus 210. I'm going Honduras in this game. Over-under is 2.5. I'm probably not touching that. If I do, I'll go to under. But I like Honduras. I think Honduras gets this win. And then Granada and Panama, you're not going to like these odds. Granada is plus 3,315. That's right. Panama... Minus 2,335. The draw is plus 1345. Everybody knows Panama's got to get this win. Panama's going to get this win. Now, let's take a look at the goal line on that. <clears throat> the goal line is Panama minus three. I'm hesitant on that. On that, I would... I, I kind of like Panama minus the three just because they need to run it up. If they're going to catch, uh, you know, they're going to need Honduras to win. And then they've got to catch up in goal differential. I think they've got to throw everything everything forward. And I'm going to tempted to lay the three goals with Panama. I'm not big on that. I'm small on it. But I, I kind of like Panama there, minus the three goals. So, there you go. That's your gold cup where you are right now. Um... Now, those games, like I say, will be on Tuesday. The quarterfinals, you know, because I told you there's four groups, top two advance. That means eight. That puts us to the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals will play be played on um, Saturday and Sunday. I can go ahead and tell you. Mexico is playing uh, at 9 o'clock on Saturday. El Salvador at 6.30 on Saturday. Uh, Canada, they'll be playing at 6 on Sunday. The U.S. plays at 8.30 Sunday night. None of those will be playing each other. They're waiting on the four teams from the other two groups. So, there are no matches really there. The semifinals will be that following Thursday. And then the championship game on Sunday, August the 1st, 7.30 p.m. So, that... That's your Gold Cup. That's where we're at. Uh, the U.S. and Mexico traditionally are the two teams that you're going to see there in the finals. We'll see if that works out again this year. I think it will. Mexico hasn't played well. Mexico has not been Mexico. The U.S., like I say, with that full MLS squad, they have been great. Mexico had a tough injury to one of their forwards uh, the first game, one of their better players. But... Anyway, that's where we're at. Now, excuse me while I taste my 23 flavors of deliciousness. <clears throat> this part brought to you entirely by Dr. Pepper.
That was good. That was really good. Wet the whistle. I don't really whistle much. I don't know why we use that phrase. Um, let's jump over to MLB. Mm. Yep, that's what happens when I forget to mute my phone. I get a phone call every time. So, MLB action. Now, we saw a trade, Jock Peterson to the Braves. And I'm going to start out with that real quick. There's a lot of Braves fans were really happy. Uh, a couple of them text me. Yeah, we got one of your boys for a single-A player, blah, blah, blah. Jock Peterson uh, was on a one-year deal. He's a free agent at the end of this season. So, basically, thank you for getting him off our payroll. He was hitting 230 with 11 home runs. So, yeah, I mean, come on. Get rid of him. The Atlanta needed, needed help in the outfield. They did, you know, with the injuries. If you idiots think that he's going to replace what Acuna's done, you've lost your mind. I mean, you shouldn't even be listening to the show. You should be laying on the couch talking to a therapist about all your problems because he's not anywhere close. Nowhere close. And it's, it's and that one you have to make up in the aggregate of about six different guys. Um, I don't foresee it happening. I don't think it will happen. But just to let you know, I was okay with that trade. Now, the player y'all gave up, he's a big guy. He's like 6'6", 240. Uh, high A player out of Dallas Baptist. He was drafted in 2019. He has a big upside because of his size and his swing. <laughs> With when he was drafted, where he was at, he's already 23. The natural progression would be him showing up to the major leagues when he's 25. I don't. I think he's more of a project than that. I, I think if he gets to the majors, it won't be until he's 26, 27 years old. And so, I don't think y'all, Atlanta didn't give up a lot uh, in this. You know, there's a reason he's in high A, and he started out slow in high A this year. But he, uh, nah, we'll see. Even, even if he's a bust, even if he never makes it past double A ball, it doesn't matter. The move for the Cubs was getting Jock Peterson's payroll off their, or getting his money off their payroll. And that, they did it. So, there it is. I was, I was happy to see that uh, Atlanta was not able to get Craig Kimball or any of our bullpen. Um, <laughs> it's, those guys are still being shopped. We're not to the 31st yet. Yes, when we get there to the trade deadline, I see the rumors. I don't really get into all the rumors and all the different things. I wait until things actually happen to talk about them because, oh, if you if I if you delve into that world of trade rumors, then you're basically delving into the world of what if with Marvel. You know, oh, well, what if this had to happen? What if this had to happen? You know, and it changes everything, and it can go on. Forever and ever and ever and ever. So I don't really get into that. 
But let's take a look now at actual MLB and where they're at. Of course, we're going to start in the AL East, where the Boston Red Sox are still sitting on top. Um, they're only a half game up on Tampa, though, after Tampa was able to win against, uh, against Atlanta, and then Boston drops two in a row to the Yankees. The Yankees, seven back now. Um... Tampa's a half game behind Boston. You got Toronto sitting there at six back. Yankees seven. Baltimore 25. Um, not a lot of this has changed since the last show that we did last uh, Wednesday, Thursday, when that one came out because, I mean, we played one series over the weekend. That, that was it. So not a lot of this has changed. But um, then you got the uh, to the central. You got the White Sox sitting on top. Uh, eight ahead of Cleveland, Detroit, 14 back, Minnesota, 17, Kansas City, 19. In the West, Houston, three and a half ahead of Oakland. Both those two have lost two straight. Um, Seattle, L.A., uh, Angels, uh, Seattle, six back, Angels, nine, and Texas, 20 and a half. Um, weird that they both came out slow like that. The Mets... Uh, are sitting on top of the on top of the East, two games ahead of the Phillies. The Fighting Phils have won two in a row. They came out and won a series, and look out! Mm. Atlanta is four back, uh, four back of the of the division. Washington six back, and Miami nine and a half back. Um, in the Comedy Central. Milwaukee is sitting on top of the division, seven ahead of Cincinnati, nine ahead of the Cubs and the Cardinals, 19 ahead of Pittsburgh. And in the West, you've got San Fran uh, leading the division by one game over the Dodgers, five games over San Diego, 18 over Colorado, and 32 and a half. Uh, Ironically, all three of those top three are carrying losing streaks right now as the Dodgers, San Diego, both lost yesterday. San Fran has dropped two in a row. Um, looking at some of the matchups that are coming up starting today, this afternoon, Twins and White Sox have a doubleheader. Uh, White Sox need those games. Uh, they need to take those, take them off the Twins, put the Twins to sleep. Uh, Cubs Cardinals, ESPN tonight, starting another series with them. Let's see which team can implode the most. Both of them sitting a game under 500, and that's just sad. With the way the Cardinals started out, and then the Cubs, when they got hot through May, it was like, oh, here we go. And now they're, eh, totaling around. Miami will uh, go to Washington. You got Boston and Toronto. That's going to be a fun series right there. Baltimore gets Tampa. So Tampa looks to get even healthier here in making their run. The Mets, who put DeGrom back on the injured list for the fifth time this season, They get Cincinnati. That's a big series. Um, Those are two teams that both think they're in it. I mean, the Mets are 48-42. Cincinnati's 48-45. But Cincinnati trying to chase the Brewers. The uh, Mets trying to hang on over there. That's going to be a very interesting series. Texas and Detroit. Nobody cares. San Diego and Atlanta. Let's see if San Diego can't get right. Uh Slam Diego and that hot air and that humidity in Atlanta. Ooh, might see some balls flying. Mm. 
Not early in the game. You have to tune in until around, you know, 6th, 7th inning. That's when the Braves' bullpen comes in. That's when you'll see San Diego hit. Um, Cleveland against Houston. Uh, that's, you know, that's got to be Houston. Houston's got to take care of that. They're a big favorite. They should be a favorite. You got the Angels and Oakland going at it. The Angels are going to make a run. Now's the time. Uh, Oakland didn't come out exactly hot, but I still like Oakland in this series. I like Oakland as a team. Uh, Pittsburgh and Arizona. Ugh. That's just terrible. Pittsburgh and Arizona. Pittsburgh's 36 and 57. And that's way better than Arizona's 27 and 68. <laughs> yes. That's just. Do you like bad baseball? Do you like bad teams? Well, here's the game for you San Francisco and LA. Is San Francisco for real? Is San Francisco going to really contend in this division? If so, this it starts now. It starts right now. They've got to do it in this series. Now, looking at some of the others, they don't start till tomorrow. Uh, Milwaukee gets Kansas City. Anytime Milwaukee looks like somebody might be creeping up on them, they always find a Kansas City or their schedule falls so nicely. Uh, the Yankees that just took two out of three, they get the Phillies that just took two out of three. So, that one in the Bronx in New York. Y'all have fun up there. That'll be a, that should be a good one. Uh, I'm interested to see what the Yankees do coming up on the trade down lines. They got decisions to make. You got people like Aaron Judge that are free agent uh, after 22. And what are they going to do with him? Are they going to move him? Is you know, anybody going to be interested taking that? Uh, that John Carlos Stanton contract, nobody's going to touch because that guy is just struggling bad right now. He needs to hit the ball really, really bad. Um, looking here to see if there's any other series. Seattle and Colorado will start their series tomorrow as well. So, that's kind of where we are on MLB. Hadn't really learned a lot since the last show we did because of the All-Star game. Uh, I got to tell you, the All-Star game, while it's fun and all, you know, and everything, I a couple things on it. One, I liked whenever teams wore – Whenever the players wore their uniforms, like their own uniforms, you see the old pictures of the All Star games, and they're all standing there, and they're there, and you're like, "Oh, that's when he was with Pittsburgh. Oh, that's when he was with whoever." You know, it kind of lets you know, "Hey, I was, you know, you might remember a player as being from one team, but then later in their career, they ended up with another, and it just reminds you, oh, he was still an All Star even with them. You know, things like that, I, I think, are pretty cool." Uh, wearing the uniforms that they come up with now is just about jersey sales, and that's sad. You know, but, all right, is what it is. Um, with the American League and National League, the home run derby was about as expected. I didn't think Otani would do great in it just because, I mean, the guy don't take BP, and that's pretty much what this is. So uh, I was really happy with how, it, how that turned out. But for future... Maybe we should look at, at, is it Japanese or Korean baseball? Uh, they do the the bunt derby. And they actually have, down in the infield, they have little uh, score pads. It looks like an archery pad. You know, but they're laying flat on the ground. And you bunt, and it has, you know, circles and everything on it. And if you can get it dead middle, it's more points than just getting it onto the, you know, paper or whatever and, 
then uh you know it has you know different areas like uh like curling you know where it has different areas that score and, and i watched some of that i gotta tell you that was pretty interesting the bunt derby looks good and i don't know if a lot of these guys at mlb could do that because they don't lay down bunts anymore so i think that'd be i think that's something interesting i'd like to see them do uh just me personally now <laughs> there is one league that takes the all-star breaks well, they have an all-star game, but it's at the end of the season. But they don't take a break for it or anything. It's the T-Town Dart League. Now, I'm going to give you the standings here. Know that these are skewed. There are teams out there that have game games in hand. Um, I know that uh, Sonya's Angels is... They're planning to make up their game with, uh, with the light show, I believe, tonight. Um, is what I'm hearing, but you think I would know officially being the commissioner in the league, but these they, they, the captains really don't text me uh, unless they need somebody's phone number. And so I just have to hear about a lot of things secondhand. And I'm like, oh, really? All right. It'd be cool if they let me know. Yeah, but whatever. But there's some others. Uh, I know that Druid City Social has a, a game with um, – the Dark Women coming first. And, of course, uh, Bia still has a game with the Dark Women coming first to make up as well. So, you got a few games at hand. But here are the standings as they stand, knowing that there are games out there. Hopper sitting on top at 66. Um, the team's been good. They've been, they've been doing work. The Dark Men come at the three-time defending champions, sitting there with 62. Third Dark Magic. That's uh, my team that I play on. We're at 57. I want to say last week, you know, Scotty Mack was out of town. Um, Scotty Mack's pretty much the heart and soul of our team. And he was out of town. Uh, Michael Navarro stepped in, and Michael Navarro dealt. Uh, he had a really good week, threw really well. And so it was, it was, it was big to have him come in like that. It was awesome. Uh, winner boozed. Uh, Egan's team is at 55 points, only two points back of us. That is the team that we were able to beat last week. Uh, Bia is sitting there at 52 points. But like I say, they still have a game in hand. So, <clears throat> you you got to assume they pick up some points there. Um, Sonya's Angels, also game in hand, sitting there at 45. Uh, Glory Pounders, uh, that team's been solid this year, man. Yeah, Paul and... And Claire and all them and uh, Jake. Jake's good. Uh, good thrower. Uh, they're at 44. Dart Vader. That's Sammy Adams and Brad and Jen and them uh, playing out of Galette's. They're sitting right there at 42 points. Brad's birthday was yesterday. They had a little party over at Egan's during the Dart tournament. Had some cake and everything. Uh, stopped by for a second, but hopefully they, they had a lot more fun after I left. Uh, like they were having a good time. Bad darts, more beer, sitting on 39 points. Um, that's bad darts, more beer is uh, Wayne and JJ and uh, Kyle Logosby and Daniel Jones. Not the quarterback for the Giants, the one in Dart League. Uh, it'd be cooler if it was the one from the Giants, though. Uh, but Michael Hunger, all those guys, they're on that team, and they're sitting there at 39. They could, uh, but watch out, they're they're gonna they're a good team. They're good guys, good team. Beers and darts. That's uh, Cole's team. He's the captain of it. Got Shane Cook and those guys second playing. Uh, they're the other Red Shed team. 
They're sitting there at 27 points. The Socialites are at 23. I just told you they got a game that they need to make up. So, uh, but they, they've done well. Uh, they're not a bad team. Uh, Bill Lloyd, and them getting back into it. Uh, I believe he said about 10 times in the meeting that it's uh, he has not been in the league for like three years. Not seasons, years. So, took them a minute to find their find their groove, but they're, they're throwing well. Short shafts of sticky tips. That's Mallory and Kenny and uh, Carl and everybody. They're sitting there with 21 points. That's always a fun team to play against, though, because they'll definitely do some shots with you. Uh, they'll, they'll have some fun. The Dark Women cometh first, the most attractive team in the league by far. Uh, <laughs> this, they are uh, they are sitting there at nine points. But like I say, I just told you, they got two games in hand. And then the Light Show that has a makeup game, they're sitting there at nine as well. So um, that's where we currently stand in the Dark League. Let's take a look at the matchups for tomorrow night. That's right, week eight. There's only 13 weeks in the season, and we're all ready to week eight. This thing's just flown by. Um, July 20th, let's see. Bia from the Houndstooth. They will make the long trek across the street and come over here to the Red Shed to play us. Johnny Alford and Jenka and Andrew Rutherford and them. This is, I mean, these are two teams that have played each other a lot. Our roster doesn't change. Their roster doesn't change. We just see each other and have a good time every year. So that one, that should be a fun one. Uh, Hoppers will be at Sonya's Angels Tuesday night. I got to say, Hoppers on top of the table. Sonya Angels right there in the mix. That's Robert and uh, George and Matt and Sonya and them. Uh, actually, someone, David. I just left David out. Uh, <laughs> I hate to name a team and leave one guy out. Yeah, David. Uh, he's just been an all-star a few years in a row. But they'll get hoppers and you know that team with uh Will and and Eddie and Steven and Trout and Wes and Drew Rhodes. That's gonna be a good match. That's gonna be a real good match. Uh short shafts and sticky tips will travel to the Hound Suit to play the light show. Mallory versus BO. They were on a team together at one time. It's a rivalry. It's a rivalry now. Um and then I don't know. Maybe. Could be a rivalry. Uh, beers and darts. Shane and Cole and them will go to Eagles to take on win or boozed. Um, the dart men cometh. That's the uh, three-time defeated champs. They are going down to Druid City Social to take on the Socialites. And then you got Darth, Darth Vader uh, going to Nocturnal Tavern to play the dart women cometh first. I think this one's interesting just because, you know, it's at Nocturnal. And Nocturnal's a dark bar, you know. And now you got Dark Vader. Dark Vader walking in? Come on. You got to play the Imperium March when you walk in there. I want to hear it. I want a video of it because I won't be there. I'll be here. Uh, Bad Darts, More Beer are hosting Glory Pounders in the final game this week. And uh, hmm, that's a good match. It's a good match. I mean, I, I like I like Wayne and them uh, and Hunger and all those guys on that team. They're good. But Paul and Jake and Claire and them, they can throw. They can throw. Bad Dorch more beer. Uh, ooh, that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. 
All right, guys. There's where we currently are on T-Town Dart League. Now the singles league. I'll catch up on that later. But you can always go to ttowndartleague.com and check out all the stats, all the standings, everything. See how terrible I'm doing and how well everyone else is. Uh, you can... <laughs> Thank goodness I have good teammates. I'll say that. But uh, then you have the singles league also. Uh, the singles league is just seven games of 501. Uh, you know, we're playing everybody in the league at least once. Had a few guys have to drop out of the league recently for, you know, work reasons and other reasons. And that's, you know, that's, yeah, it's disheartening because I like those guys that, that dropped out and I like playing with them and against them. Um, but it's also understandable and, you know, you get it. And none of us are professional dart players. So, yeah, they definitely have to go to work. Um, it's like, get all that. But, the uh, the standings have been updated, and so uh, it's 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 all correct. We had to go through. And I'll tell you what I did is, if a player uh, had been playing during the season and they had to drop out and they were going to miss the rest of the season, I had to go back through and I removed all their points and all the points that were scored against them. Like uh, week one, if you play a game and you win four to three. And then you drop out of the league you know, way later. All right, I went back to that. You didn't just lose yours. The guy you played against lost the three points that he got because it's cumulative. And so since they're not going to be able to play the rest of the season, it's just the only fair way to do it where everybody gets zeros for those games. And it's difficult for some of the guys in the league because they had good weeks you know, where they scored five or six points against seven points against a couple of these guys and then all of a sudden boom those are gone and it's like oh those are my bigger weeks it's like yeah but it's the only fair way to do it anyway guys that is my time uh i remind you i'm at the red shed every day i work open to close every monday i work till six on tuesdays and wednesdays till nine on thursdays and fridays until seven on saturday uh at night if needed by keon then you no, know, if he needs me, then I'm I'm always available. Uh, but that has been my schedule for a few weeks in a row now. I have not looked at this week's schedule, but I'm willing to bet that's what it is again. Uh, hey, Thursday night, I know I'm off at 9. I got my boy Clay Moore coming to town, so we're going to be out and about. That any of y'all want to come in, hang out, have a good time, please do. I'm here. <laughs> hey, I thank you all for listening. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win, but when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Colton.